0: This is Spend Time and Do Business in Aurora, where we talk to local businesses about their journey, how they got started, where they see themselves going, and helpful information if you want to start your own business. I'm Justice Roden with the Aurora Chamber of Commerce. All right, so I am joined here today by Lauren Berthelsen, the owner of GrapeFrog. Do you mind introducing yourself and telling us a little bit about yourself?
1: Of course. Uh, My name is Lauren Berthelsen. Uh, As Justice said, I'm the owner of Grapefrog. My husband and I own Grapefrog together. Uh, I grew up in Aurora, and like a lot of kids, when you're 20 years old, I couldn't wait to get out of Aurora. Uh, I spent 40 years away doing various and sundry things around the world, and then I started feeling the call of Aurora beckoning me back. So here I am.
0: What made you want to open a business in Aurora?
1: Well, I mean, are a couple of things that brought us to this location. We've been talking about doing a business for quite a while. Uh, Saxon has a background in retail. I've always wanted to. I've always had an entrepreneurial spirit. And my dad owned a factory here in town, and I've always been the kind of person that just charges into stuff. and I'd much rather work for myself than work for somebody else. Probably says more about me as an employee than anything else. But we've been talking about doing uh, something like this, but online, just strictly an online play, and. The opportunity came up. I bought this building a couple of years ago, uh, my, primarily because it was a good investment. And then, literally, the day that we closed escrow, uh, the bank I worked for decided to eliminate my job. And so I thought, wow, one door closes, one door opens. And so I said to Saxon, "How do you feel about doing it in person? You know, doing the IRL thing." And he goes, "Okay, let's try it." So that's how we came to open Grapefrog, and the rest is sort of you know, transformed over time, We, you know, the concept and the building and, the, you know, the name and all that stuff, which is endlessly fascinating for people, by the way, they want to know where the name came from. So,
0: so then what did, where did the name come from?
1: Oh gosh, surprising that you asked that. <laughs> yeah. Well, we visited Japan a few years ago for, for Saxon's 30th birthday, and there was an area of town called Shimokita, which is primarily resale shops, which, interestingly enough, are heavily biased towards American clothes, they like Wranglers and Levi's and jeans, we saw, you know, UNL Husker gear there. And all the shops have really weird names, like Mr. Big and Yellow Submarine and things like that. So we wanted something that was uh, playful, but not kid-like. We didn't want it to sound like it was a kid's store. Uh, Not everybody gets the name right, but they usually get something They used to have that purple place or that grape place or something like that. So at least they they remember that much about it.
0: So for anyone that hasn't come into the shop, what... Do you guys do here, or what do you sell?
1: Sure, we are a resale and vintage store. Uh, primarily in the shop here, and our, our our physical location is resale clothing. So we buy clothes from all around the area, and even we go to California. We just did a big buying trip down the southeast. Uh, you know, we we find our clothes in you know thrift stores, and consignment places, and garage sales, and we sometimes you know just wherever we can find them. And so we bring in all the we curate everything very carefully for what we're looking for. Our, our goal is to try and 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 mimic or support current styles, you know, like, like a light wash mom jeans sort of thing. You know, like that kind of thing. So we do that with our store, with what we sell in the shop. We sell primarily women's clothes. We have a really good men's selection as well. We're getting better all the time on that. Oh, and plants. I forgot about the plants. Yeah, we do. A saxon is a a fiend for succulents and so we have an entire wall full of succulents uh, that uh, do quite well and he's very happy with them. We have a lot of people come in and immediately say, oh my god, I kill succulents and then he gives them a little primer on how to not kill succulents and then they walk out with the plants. So it's it's kind of fun.
0: Awesome. So what made you want to open it specifically here in Aurora?
1: Well, honestly, we never thought about doing it here in Aurora. Uh, You know, I had been spending more time back here as my dad got up in years and stuff, and I bought a house here so I could spend time. And I was lucky to have a job that I could work remotely, so I'd spend a lot of time here. And as I say, I started getting drawn back to Aurora because, you know, we were living in Los Angeles at the time. It's a great city, but there's a price to pay when you live there. You know, the traffic and the expense and just, you know, it's dirty and it's busy. There's just a lot of things going on. And so Aurora was very appealing to me. Saxon grew up in Los Angeles, so Aurora didn't have quite the appeal for him that it did to me. But he's willing to give it a try. And so we you know, we thought, well, we can do it here because we can, honestly could never afford to do this in Los Angeles. You know, the building rent alone would probably be $7,000 a month. Oof. And, you know, while we would have more potential customers in Los Angeles, just the overhead would make it really impossible for us to do it. So this presented a unique... Uh, opportunity to prove our concept here. Uh, we, you know, we, we know what we think is going to work and prove it here and then hopefully expand it in the future.
0: What made you want to, I guess, start this specific business versus, you know, something else?
1: Again, Saxon has a background in in, in clothing and retail, and he loves clothing. I mean, honestly, he spends all of his free time uh, with like multiple tabs open on his browser looking at clothes and looking at the latest shows. I never thought that I would be that excited about clothes. I, you know, I mean, I always say I know clothes and I wear clothes, you know, everybody does. But as we've gone more into it, just the, the whole notion of the clothing really excites me. And I love when we find just the right clothes. Like we go shopping all the time, and we find something, oh my God, Cindy looked really good in this. And oh my God, Justice looked great in this, you know. And I think it's really awesome that we do that. And we think about that and we like to put the fashion together. So I, this particular business just seemed uh, a natural fit for Saxon and then ultimately for me. The other thing is that we're very uh, ecologically conscious and we're trying to do our small part to, you know, offset some of the fast fashion ills that are, you know, haunting our world right now.
0: How long have you guys been in this location or when did you open?
1: We opened in May of 2021. So we are about a year and a half now.
0: So you've had a little time under your belt. What would you say was probably one of the hardest things with starting, I guess, a business here?
1: Well, you know, I mean, honestly, Aurora is a really easy place to start a business. Everyone was extraordinarily helpful. I mean, we, we work with Pinnacle Bank, and I told, you know, Robin Pinnacle, I said, I want to buy this building. She's like, okay. But, you know, no, like, aren't you sure? You know, you know, I didn't have to jump through 92 hoops. She's just like, okay, we'll make it happen. And that was so, I mean, that and, you know, working with you at the Chamber has just been amazing. You know, the the environment is very conducive to uh, supporting businesses. And I know we were blown away when we had our open house and like, you know, the mayor came, like everybody came, you know, I mean, I, 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 maybe that's not extraordinary, but to us it was extraordinary. You know, you just don't get that sort of small town uh, experience in uh, in Los Angeles. So there were challenges for sure. I mean, I, but I've opened many, several businesses in my lifetime. And so, I, you know, I'm a fairly methodical person about those sort of things. You just sort of knock it off. And, you know, Scott Grafton helped us get all the legal stuff done and uh, Troy over at, uh, over at Da O. Really helped us with all the financial stuff, so it just you know everything came together.
0: Do you know much history about the place of this building?
1: Well, we're getting more and more. It was interesting. I found a postcard the other day uh, from 19. Well, the postcard was dated 1910, but I think the postcard was actually the picture on the postcard was actually earlier, and it showed this location. But there was a church on this location, uh-huh. so really interesting. The post office wasn't even there yet. It was a picture taken from the uh, from the courthouse looking out to the southwest, and you saw our block. And next door, of course, the foundation wasn't there yet. The drive-through was a small uh, a small retail business of some sort. And then, there, of course, there was the Aurora Hotel, which was you know, to the immediate south of that. So this actually was a church location. I don't know why the church got torn down. Uh, that I haven't sort of put those pieces together yet. I probably should go down to the courthouse and start digging more into it more deeply. But after that, it was a little bungalow that was built here. And we've actually talked to people who either lived in the bungalow or whose relatives lived in the bungalow over the years. One woman said her aunt lived here in the 1940s and she was a little girl playing here and she remembered it from that. Uh, it's been many things over the years. It's been uh, several times, it's been a, um, a hair salon, it's been a realty office, it's been a law office, it's been uh, the mason jar which is a little, a little collectible or a little like um, uh, crafts place. So it's been a lot of things over the years uh, and now it's this so it's, it's got another life.
0: If someone wanted to do exactly what you're doing now, or open a business, or any of that. What would be some advice you would give for them?
1: Ask for help. Uh, don't assume you know it all. Uh, access the expertise. You know, I mean, I know a lot of stuff about business, but I don't know everything. And I, you know, I, I really accessed a lot of people's thoughts. You know, I don't, I don't always follow everyone's advice. Sometimes it doesn't jive with what I want to do. But it always, never hurts to ask for advice. Ask for help. You know, sometimes you like, oh, think I can do it. I can like muscle through. You know, and it's like, well, yeah, you probably can but it makes a big difference, you know, and also marketing, you know, it's just, I cannot stress how important it is to market your business. And that's a big mystery box for a lot of people. And you know, we were incredibly fortunate to uh, to get a uh, a grant through the SCED. Uh, we were incredibly fortunate to get that. And we worked with uh, with Tally Creative out of Grand Island and they really gave us a leg up on marketing. I mean, I've, got a back- I've got a marketing background, but marketing a bank is a heck of a lot different than marketing your own business uh, re- with resale clothes.
0: What do you see the future of this business looking like?
1: Well, you know, we've talked about multiple locations. Uh, We feel like Aurora is a fantastic place to start our business. Uh, We've developed a really loyal uh, local clientele of people who are very generous in supporting us. We're getting people now from Lincoln and Kearney and Hastings and, uh, you know, all around the area coming to shop here, which is very cool. Uh, We realized that, you know, to grow the business to the level that I want it to be at, uh, it uh, it probably would require either a larger market, or multiple locations. So we're tossing those ideas around. In the meantime we've also launched our online store both through our own website and through Etsy and those are going really well. The uh, benefit of those is that the one thing we've discovered is a little hard in Aurora. A, a vintage uh, vintage sale is a little harder to do in Aurora because sometimes people don't, don't understand the value of something. So you know a $90 pair of used, je- $90 pair of used jeans is not, an, is not an easy sell here but it is online people recognize you know i'm saying that because i just sold a pair of orange tab 517 jeans today oh, we're, wow. we're 90 sale and uh you know that was quite you know, it was expensive but it was worth it so so that's so i think either you know both definitely online and also multiple locations
0: out of i guess your time here mm-hmm. what would you say is your biggest success for the company or i guess even you personally
1: well i think for the company just the fact that we opened up something completely different in aurora Uh, I like to feel, and people have told us this, that we've brought a new energy to the retail segment in Aurora. And we are completely different than anything else around here. I mean, to find a shop like ours, you really have to go to someplace like Denver, Omaha, maybe Lincoln. You know, we have a different concept than most uh, resale shops. You know, we, we maintain a store that's incredibly clean. Well laid out. We don't cram clothes onto the onto the you know cl- onto the ro- rods like a lot of places do, and we really curate the stuff. We really present it really well. So that's been you know just seeing people respond to that has been like the biggest success so far. And the fact that we haven't gone out of business yet is pretty good. <laughs> that's a major success too. My personal success. You know I'm really happy with how well I've integrated in the community in terms of all the things I like to do. I you know I water flowers around the square for volunteer. I volunteer with the chamber as an ambassador. And just reestablishing all those connections has been super important to me.
0: I would even go out on a ledge and say you've even brought some cool events to Aurora. I oh, my mean, gosh. I
1: forgot about Small Town Market yeah, Days. That's right. You have yeah. Mar- Small Town yeah. Market
0: Days coming up when you hear this podcast. It'll be after. But right. do you want to talk a little bit about Small Town Market oh, of Days? Of
1: course. Yeah. You know, we uh, when we first opened up, we were looking around for ideas to like, sort of generate business. And, and people... Uh, in aurora and surrounding areas really love an event like they will go out to an event like a food truck event a weekend event you know roaring days you know they really love an event which i think is very cool and so i was looking for things to get us involved in and there was another uh weekend event that took place more in eastern nebraska that i initially thought i wanted to be a part of and then i realized "Eh, it's maybe a bit of a stretch for people to come all the way to aurora for that so as i said i'm an entrepreneur and when i when i face an obstacle i just create a solution for it i said well let's just make one here And so, luckily, you know, I got together with all the people, the other retailers downtown, uh, and uh, as well as Tammy from Jim's You Save, and we created this event. And 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 people really, really embraced it, which I was amazed about. So it's 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 our it's Aurora, Central City, and Stromsburg, and the tagline is you know shop, dine, explore. So we have over 90 places between those three cities three towns to shop, dine, and explore. And obviously the the primary focus of this is to drive people into the stores. You know, that's what our our focus is. So it takes place on Friday and Saturday. We have uh, maps available and VIP guides available that people can use to see what places they want to go to. Um, You know, and and people are getting really good success out of it. They report much higher than usual business on those days, which is awesome. And, you know, this is our third iteration in October. Uh, We're looking forward to doing it again next April. It'll probably be, I think it's the 6th and the 7th of next April, 2023. But for me one of the best successes was you know it's it's one thing to put shops that we all like to shop that's not a big deal we all like to eat that's not a big deal but sometimes getting people to do the explore things is a bit of a stretch because you know i mean honestly you know a, a statue in a in the courthouse lawn is not that exciting to most people but last year in april when i was uh, when we were shut earlier this year in april when we were shutting the the great broad down for the day on saturday i we drove past the courthouse square and there was, I saw a couple out there with one of the guides out looking at the statues in the courthouse square. And I thought, oh my God, they're actually doing the explore part. <laughs> Either they're complete geeks or they're really into it. So, or both. I oh, thought was awesome though. Mm-hmm.
0: And you guys have a Facebook and website for people in the future if they want to come. We do.
1: Yep. It's smalltownmarketdays.com. And then the website, uh, the Facebook, is facebook.com forward slash smalltownmarketdays. So pretty easy. And this year we added a new thing, which we're hoping to continue in April again, uh, is we've added a band as the uh, sort of the end event on Saturday night. And that'll take place at the far building or took place at the far building since we're going to be in the past at this point. And looking forward to doing that every year. I really want to grow this event to be more of a destination. Like Aurora Days is a huge success template to look at and just have, you know, draw people in from all over for a variety of events. Also, uh, in Central City, Wild Roots uh, did an afternoon fall festival that went on. They had food trucks and bands and, you know, all kinds of activities going on for the kids and stuff, which is a lot of fun. And in Stromsburg, they are, they did a um, food truck and a band in the afternoon as well. So so it was really growing, you know, people were really into it.
0: Mm -hmm. And then on that note of like promoting things Mm -hmm. that you guys do, you also participate in First Thursdays?
1: We do. We have the first Thursdays. I can't claim credit for that. That was already, that was already going on when I got here. When I was a kid, interestingly, uh, every business around the square was open every Thursday until I think 9 o'clock, at least 8 or 9 o'clock. And that sort of died out over the years as the retail got a little more challenged in downtown Aurora. And uh, I know that uh, uh, Diane from Monet's and uh, Jenny and Robin from uh, Old Homestead were instrumental in really getting that revived back again. And it's now called the First Thursdays a Monthly Gathering. Or called Aurora First Thursdays, sorry. And it's been very exciting. We, we, the first Thursday of each month, all the businesses are open until at least seven. Uh, oftentimes, there's a couple of food trucks on the square. Usually, there's some special events going on. It's a chance for the retailers to offer specials. You know, we've done things like karaoke, and we did a succulent class, and we did. Uh, the most popular one we've done, though, is the clothing exchange. People love the clothing exchange. You have to explain the concept, though, because people don't understand, what, I just bring clothes and I take clothes? It's like, yes, and you don't have to bring clothes, just come and take clothes. So it actually works out really well. And anything left over, we donate to a shelter in Hastings, which helps support um, uh, homeless homeless situation. And, uh, and, uh, and uh, anyway, so it's, it's been a great success.
0: We'll shift gears a little bit. You talked about your involvement in the chamber. Mm-hmm. Um, I know you guys joined on right away, day one. Um, what made you guys want to join the chamber?
1: Well, I'll be honest with you, uh, sort of duty at first. You know, I, I I remember the chamber from when my dad was in Rotary and it was like the you know, he was a businessman here in town, so he belonged to the chamber as well. And it was a bunch of stodgy old guys, like sort of like, you know, never do anything except have coffee and, and- About everything. And I thought well that's probably what the Chamber's gonna be like but you know what we need to support it because it's we want to be a good business player in town. And then imagine my surprise when I met you and I realized that how dynamic the Chamber is nowadays and not just you but the board members as well. I mean it's a really really forward-thinking group you know in conjunction with the Aurora Development Corporation with Kelsey and what she's doing. I I can't I just I'm so proud of our town. You know a lot of towns our size or or that could have been our size never were able to pull the trigger on that type of development stuff and aurora has been very special in that and that actually is why my dad ended up here because of the aurora development corporation back in those days i think it had a different name back then they uh, were had the foresight to set aside land for a uh, for industrial park and this was 1965 or 64 or something like that and uh you know they they knew they needed to diversify the local economy and not just be 100% ag-based which is important, obviously, but the egg-based ag- ag- towns that have stayed hundred percent ag- egg-based have not thrived as much as Aurora has, and I'm so proud of our town. Anyway, so we we joined out of duty first of all, and then we you know once we realized just oh my God, there's a lot of stuff going on here, and you know support we've received, the ideas we've gotten, you know all the stuff that's happened and things we've been involved in has just proved out to be phenomenally successful. And anywhere I go, I ask people, are you a chamber member? So, you know, if they're not, I'm like, well, you need to be. So you know, so yeah, you know. I, I think it's.
0: Is there anything that you would like to share with your fellow business owners or future customers?
1: Well, owning a business is a tough is a tough road to hoe, as my grandpa would say. Uh, And it involves long hours, uh, involves risk, it involves a lot of blood, sweat, and tears. But it's worth it. It's so worth it. And we have such great businesses here in town. You know, we always, you know, I know you you put out questions each week about what things do you want in Roaring. It's not, you know. And you know, every time you ask that question, people say, "I want a Walmart." It's like you know, a Walmart would destroy our local economy. And you know, Walmart's you know got their their niche, whatever they do, what they do. But we have amazing stuff here. And you know, yeah, there's a few things you can't get here, but honestly, everything that you really need, you can get right here in town. And it was weird seeing the the. Um, how this happened over the years when I was a kid and, you know, it came in the sixties and seventies, everyone shopped in Aurora. You know, we had three drug stores, we had three grocery stores or two, three grocery stores. We had, you know, the free banks, we had you know, Ben Franklin, we had all this stuff going on in Aurora. And then something happened in the eighties. I don't know what happened, but people started shopping out of town. They'd run to Grand Island at the drop of the hat to go get stuff. And so retail in Aurora became really challenged. And I'm just so proud of the people that are here now are bringing it back. And I think it's just amazing you know, what we've got here and we have, you know, We need a nighttime restaurant though, if anybody wants to open a restaurant, we need a nighttime restaurant. (laughs) We have, yeah, we have several good ones. You know, Pueblo's awesome, but we need, you know, something like a, you know, like a Rass at nighttime. So that's what I would just say, you know, just just keep at it because it's incredible. And if you're thinking about running a business, you know, look me up, I'll be happy to give you any advice I can, any, any expertise I can offer. You know, it's hard work, but it is so, so gratifying to be in charge of your own destiny and to see the immediate satisfaction of people coming through the door and going, wow, I didn't know this was here, or look at this pair of jeans, it's awesome, you know, something like that, so I really love it.
0: How can people find you, interact with you? Where well, are
1: you located? I, just come to Grape Frog, that's the best way to do it. I mean, I'm, you can drop me an email at shop at grape-frog.com. You can also just drop by the store. We're here Tuesday through Saturday, 10 to six on most days, Saturdays 11 to three. And if not, I'm you know, also a chamber of members or a chamber ambassador, I'll be happy to come by your business, whatever, it's so all that, You know, just let us know.
0: Uh, Where are you located?
1: We're located at 1106 L Street in Aurora, right across from the post office.
0: Okay, awesome. Well, thank you for taking time to talk with us today, Lauren. Oh,
1: thank you, Jess. I really enjoyed it.
0: Be sure to hit that follow button to check out our next business as we spend time and do business in Aurora. To find out more about the Aurora Chamber of Commerce and what we're doing and how you can get involved, visit auroranebraska.com.